Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi, we're George and Jess. And after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade... We found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. We mentioned this a couple of times last week, but the obsession that Americans have with trying to look younger is, is reaching new heights. And I think it's been exposed by this. Uh, and it, we all knew that, but it's like this this TikTok thing with the teenage filter is is driving people crazy because they get to see themselves a couple of decades younger than they actually are, and some of them get sentimental and emotional. And there's when they look at this. In addition to that TikTok filter, there's so many filters that yeah. are becoming. Almost where you can't tell. It's the same thing. If yeah. someone's using it or not. Where like the makeup and the filler filters. You know what I think? I think that this uh this TikTok trend has made it very easy for just the average individual who doesn't use filters a lot to kind of get that effect. Because the influencers that use a lot of them mm-hmm. accomplish the same thing, but they're just better at it. And this is a simple click of a button. And you have to remind yourself. And I mean we're adults but i think of the teen like teenage girls specifically like it's so easy to be scrolling and see those images and assume that that's what people really look like when in fact they don't right and not everybody uses them but i mean our the mental health of our teenage girls is at an all-time low and i i wonder if there's some kind of correlation it's weird that if you pay attention you could almost pick it out now Yes. Right. Yes. I never, I, I was, I wasn't aware of that. Everybody was using them for a long time. Not everybody, but a lot of influencers, I would say, not people that are just on social media for the, for the heck of it. Right. But the obsession is there. And I was having this conversation with, uh, John Jameson from, from JP fitness the last time he was over. I don't know if we had the mics on or not, but we were talking about it. And I said, this obsession with the youthful appearance, it, it's always been a, a thing with women, I think, because mm-hmm. the society we live in, yeah, right? And that's, but now it's caught on with men and they're not immune to it and they get caught up with what they see on social media and ad campaigns as well. And I we talk about the obsession with the youthful appearance, but I think what it really boils down to is the beauty standards and the beauty standards in our society are this young, youthful, you know, full lips, long eyelashes. It's this, this aesthetic. And the craziest part is that it's a moving target. Like that beauty standard changes. Right. It's like a trend. I think, uh, obviously we live in a society where we are told what beauty really looks like. Yes. Right. And it, 
as crazy, you know, as, as simple as it sounds when they say it is in the eye of the beholder, that is the honest to God truth. Because if you took somebody literally from the ground up and they were never exposed to any of that, what they would see as beautiful would be completely. Right. If you took the programming right, away. Yeah, exactly. And the messages that, that we're getting, even when we don't realize we're getting messages, if you took all of that away and you had somebody that was somehow immune to all of that and everyone just could have their own idea of beauty. Well, I think, I think that you would in your intuition would interpret that for you. And that goes back to how we're being programmed and just, it's bad. It's <laughs> right? really bad. It, it and is, I, if you think about it, because honestly you look beyond that as a child, right? Yep. You look beyond the surface. Even when you're very young, you, that's what, I mean, if somebody's nice to you mm-hmm. or, or you perceive them as a, a safety net, that's beautiful to you, right? And that you're attracted to that kindness and all and love and all of that. And then we get to a certain point in our lives where we start to look at all of the, again, when I grew up, it was ad campaigns and magazines and everything mm-hmm. else. Oh, yeah. And now with social media, there's just no let up. Yep. So that's what they're told you're supposed to look like. And it goes beyond kids. I We, we talk about this all the time, but it, it's reached a point where now middle-aged people are obsessed with not aging, period. Yeah, and that's so interesting because our gener I'm, I say our is mine. I'm an elder millennial. Um, we're the first generation that grew up half in the internet and half out of the internet. Right. And so we grew up where the beauty standards that we saw were on TV and in magazines and then just, you know, movies and stuff like that. And then we got older and now we're aging in a society where the messaging is coming from everywhere. Right. And so I think that probably pays plays into the obsession um, for the youth, the youth, because we're we're getting the same messages as the younger people are, but we just didn't grow up with them right. as much. I think that I'm uh, I, I'm falling into that 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 category of people that are that that don't want to age like my father and grandfather did, mm-hmm. right? I I mentioned this to you. I said, the reason, you know what, I I love going to the gym. I like working out. It does wonders for your physical fitness. Obviously, you feel better, you get stronger, and it's great for your mental health as well. But I, I think the vast majority of people that are there, even at the gym, mm-hmm. is because they want to look better. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. There, no. there isn't. There, I mean, I've... That's just, you want to be the best version of you, right? Yes. And there's, that's where that like weird line is, comes in where it's like, what is an expression of like, this is how I feel on the inside. And I want to express that on the outside with my appearance, my clothes, my, you know, my body, my makeup, my hair, whatever. And then what is like, I'm striving to reach this point that I'll never reach of like being good enough. Like, I don't think there's any, there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good and dressing nicely and taking care of your hair and your makeup. But it's like, where is it coming from inside? Let me ask you this. And this has become relevant for me because of the way it's, well, uh, I'm being inundated with social media, but 
I'll give you an example when it comes to like dressing a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, and I hate that. You got to dress your age. I'm not a big, big fan of that. I think you just, whatever makes you feel good. Mm-hmm. But, but, uh, you know, with some of the celebrities, I follow mostly fitness and cooks. I love to follow mm-hmm. chefs, professional chefs and stuff like that. And now I'm seeing more and more men in their 40s and 50s dress, trying to dress like these guys in their 20s. And I'm like, there's there's something standoffish about it for me where I'm like, no, I wouldn't do that. And then I think to myself, I'm not going to take shots at the guy, but it just looks odd to me. And it looks like they're trying too hard. Okay. I mean, so I'm like, and I'm like, is that because I'm being programmed like that? But there are men now that I see that are, you know, in their 40s and 50s that are dressing like guys in their 20s and Mm -hmm. 30s. Is that a thing? Okay. So as you know, I'm hugely passionate about style. I know you are. And I'm a big advocate for people identifying their own unique individual style and then just owning it. So people wear things for so many reasons. Like there's so much psychology behind our style. So I can't, I like well, it's, a, it's an expression of who you are. It is. Yeah. But n- sometimes people wear things because they want to look younger and, and it's not their true style. So there's that element that could be playing into it. Or they wear things because that's what everybody else is wearing. Right. They just let the store or the mannequin dictate their style. And they're like, oh, this is what's trendy. I better wear that. Which is trends have a place if you genuinely feel drawn to them and you feel like that's an expression of who you are. Um, And then there's like the, I yeah, the I don't know what, to wear i'm just gonna wear this thing so there's just so much that plays into it that i think you should really hone in on like what feels good for you and then wear that and not care what anybody this is else right thinks. up your alley isn't it it really is thank you for asking <laughs> <laughs> but i saw like i saw for example on the on the like the women's side i saw a, an instagram reel this weekend and it was all of these outfits from t- like 2010 that are literally back in stores, Chevron, Sherpa lined Hollister hoodies, big chunky belts, like all of this stuff that was like not cute the first time. I wore it all in 2010. But like if you're an, a millennial and older, like there are no new ideas. You can literally wear whatever you want. We've we've hit the end of the game and there is nothing new. So let, whatever you wear is perfect. Right, let me ask you this though, just, just as an example. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I know I know that you're all about people dressing the way that makes them feel good. Yep. And, and and is an expression, and you encourage that. But even in your head, if you were to see, uh, let's say, somebody like your grandpa. Yep. Heidelbauer, because he's a pretty active guy, right? He was. Sure, I, I yeah, always thought he, he was into cross country, loves basketball. Yep. But let's say he sh- he would show up in a in a pair of joggers and Air Force Ones. Sure. Would that be a jarring look to you? Probably, but I would kind of think like, oh, Grandpa, you look fine. I know, but let's be honest. because I- So to me, it's like all of, it's all about like the why. Like why is he wearing joggers and Air Force Ones? Like is well, he wearing them 
because he wants to look younger? Did he see him at Shields and he was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Did it remind him like there's a lot of nostalgia in in style in dress where you are people are drawn and they don't even realize it to a color or a pattern that reminds them of a happier time or like when they were a kid or when they were younger. So there's a lot of nostalgia. But Air, comes- Air, Air, Air Force Ones were popular when I was in college. Yeah. And now, so- and now I see guys much younger than me, John and Brett, both. Yeah. That, that's an example. All the guys up at the gym, the trainers and stuff, the younger guys wear them, right? Because they're cool and they look good in them. I, I still even like them. But I'm not, I don't, I wouldn't wear a pair because I just think that I would look ridiculous. So I think that that sounds like you're being, you're programmed to believe that like you can't wear certain things. Well, yeah, I am. And I, and I honestly believe that I, I wouldn't feel comfortable. That's like, that's like dudes when they, when they get to a certain age walking around in the summer without their shirt on. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. I mean, because... <laughs> The reason I say that is when I was young and, you know, and I understood that, but I just think that there's a, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be walking around outside just unless I was swimming with the kids or something. Sure. I mean, I'm not going you know, to just walk around with them. I'm not, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> and I, and I would feel self-conscious about it as well. Right. So, and if you don't want to walk around, if there's no part of you, that's like, God, it would just feel good. It does feel good to walk but, around without my shirt. But on. I know that it's there comes a point where you just I, I maybe and you're right. That is probably because I'm programmed to think like that. But that I would not feel comfortable. And I, that maybe that's just because of the way I've been wired. I see a lot of women like my age that bash on the crop top trend. They're like, I can't wear a crop top. Give me a full shirt. Low rise jeans. Please don't. We're not doing those. I know. But okay, they we're are. Not doing they those. are doing them though. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not going to do those. But it's like, if you want to wear a crop top, anyone can wear one. But, okay. I'll, I'll give you an example. I think that, uh, and everybody is self-conscious. Like, I think uh, there's a lot of women who's specific, not all of them, because some are more confident, but I remember you even talking to me 10 years ago yeah, about wearing a bikini. You were like, oh, should I or shouldn't I? Oh, and, uh, yeah. And I you, have, looked, you looked great in the bikini. Yeah, I weighed like and, 119 but pounds. No, but I'm just saying, but you looked great. And I was like, why would you even yeah, think about I, that? I do remember that. And I've come a long way right. on like that body image journey right? where now I feel comfortable wearing almost anything like you know, i will push the envelope as far you, as you can push it the funny thing is they, they keep talking about how they're going to change this perception and it's dangerous but yet the same people that say all of that are the same ones that come back and promote the same thing 100 percent. yeah it's just there's there's it's never going to end they have will always be in they have i would say made a very small effort to be more inclusive. They're trying, but you see it in ad campaigns sometimes. I mean, I just got the March Vogue. It's not. I mean, the the models all look the same. They yeah, they have different features. They have different skin colors, and they have different, um, you know, looks. But they're all the same model esque sure. right. shape. I would say there's right. no body diversity. Um, <clears throat> the 
beauty industry is, I think the last I looked was like $532 billion globally. That's in, is that a year on a yearly basis? No, that, um, can't, that can't be. No, I don't Jesus think it's, God. I, I just, don't think so. That's what it's worth. Um, right. That's what it's worth. Yeah. And like I went, so the beauty industry market has grown by $113 billion since 2015. I, yeah, I could see so that. So I went to one of the, <clears throat> excuse me, big makeup stores this past weekend. And I was laughing to myself because there are probably two to 300 mascaras, different mascaras. Right. And it's like, why? Why are they selling us the, all of these things that are wrong with our eyelashes? And this is the product that will fix them. It's it ultimately it's the constant struggle right. to try to stay looking young. That's what it that's what it's right, because to, right? that is the yeah. beauty standard. Right. Is the youthful like I bought some eyebrow wax. Have you ever heard of eyebrow wax? No, I have not. Well, I bought some that's because hurt like I'm hell. a sucker. No, I mean I got my eyebrows waxed, but then now the eyebrow look is this like kind of bushy, like Oh, so it was fluffy. Like, so you're thinking when you say so it's I, a cosmetic. Oh yeah. So it was like, I will say this when I was uh, in the Marine Corps and we used to have our really short, we would, they would put bush wax in our hair to give it some volume. Sure. And it's probably the same thing. <laughs> same thing. They put it in a sparkly silver tube. Wow. So I just bought a little tiny bottle of it because it's supposed to give my, help give my eyebrows this like fluffier look. And I, I mean, I'm, I was, I asked the girl that waxed my eyebrows <laughs> And funny thing is, you get home and Clara's like, your eyebrows look thin. And I was like, well, they're supposed to look fluffy. <laughs> and I was like, what? I, so I kind of like this fluffy look. And she was like, oh, well, here's this wax. And she like ruffles it through my eyebrows. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably get some of that. So, I mean, I yeah. I totally fall into it. I bought foaming self-tanner. I'm, I'm TBD for results. Yeah. Um, But it's I mean, I am absolutely a consumer of this. I try and be more subjective and like zoom out a little bit and think like, is what is this going to do for me? It's really, what is it going to do for it, me? It goes back to what we've, and we've, we've brought this up for years, but for professional women, when I would encounter them in the mm. workforce, mm. if I would occasionally catch them like on a Saturday afternoon or some other place out without their makeup on, I almost wouldn't recognize them. Yeah. That's, how you, I mean, that's crazy. Right, you right? were so programmed yeah. and, and there is this, or they look, they look like the people ask you if you're feeling all right. Are we still doing that? Yeah. Still doing they, that yeah. <laughs> Cause you look like you're, you know, because they're not used to seeing that. It, true. Yeah. But we're, it's, we're so programmed to believe that like you're expected to look a certain way and we can, talk all day till we're blue in the face that like what's changing the the narrative is changing but it isn't um not fast enough anyway but there is a bias towards and i'm gonna say specifically women like in the workplace that look good yeah oh for sure i mean but i think in just life in general if you, yeah, your appearance uh yeah it does play a a, a big factor especially once you get to the next level, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I can tell you 
beyond the shadow of any doubt, if you head to some of the major markets Mm -hmm. in the United States and you look at top level executives, not all, but the vast majority of them, especially if you get to the coast, are are fit and incredibly attractive people. Mm -hmm. That's just the way the world works. Right. It's this cognitive bias that we don't even realize we have. Because right. it just, it's like our first reaction. I saw this super cool quote the other day and it was like your first, your initial reaction. Um, and this was talking about someone's body, but I, you could definitely do it with beauty as well. Your first reaction, the thought you have is your programming. And so if you, if you are able to recognize that, where if you like see something and you're like, that's ugly, that's your programming. And then if you can zoom out and like go inside and then get your real reaction. This is going to be a big part of why people are going to start taking better care of themselves. It, it This will be a side effect of that being more fit mm-hmm. and looking better because they want to be more successful. And that's, you know, that perception is a big part of it. It is. And I found myself getting more interested in, taking care of myself with nutrition right? or taking care of myself with, you know, skincare and like, what am I putting on and in my body so that I guess my natural look is as healthful as it can be rather than uh, procedures and things like that. Yeah, People have, were, are quickly figuring out that, uh, you can do wonders for your, if, if you're looking to slow down the aging process, uh, just two things that this younger generation and, and us have figured out. If you stop smoking and you stop drinking, mm-hmm. you're going to, emu- huge. It, literally, if you smoke cigarettes, first of all, why? Why are you still doing that? They've been doing, I mean, there's the younger generation, I don't, I cannot, when I see young people with a cigarette, I'm talking in their 20s. I'm like, you don't see that very often. I'm like, you're, it's becoming, I also don't go a lot of places well, for 20 beca- year olds. It's becoming less and less, yeah. right? I mean, a lot less. But when I do see that, like if you're downtown, it's been a while, but if you and I were to head downtown at 11 o'clock midnight on a Friday or Saturday night, standing outside the bars in the warmer weather, there'd be a ton of young people smoking. Mm. That's just the thing, right? But if you're doing that, I'm like, did you not? I mean, you're just, all the evidence is there. Mm-hmm. And now they're starting to figure that same thing out with alcohol. Yeah. This is what you're going to look like. I mean, you and I, I've seen people, siblings, you know, right, right close to the same age with one and one doesn't drink and smoke and the other does. Look, It's night and day. It really is. It's and insane. I didn't realize until after we stopped drinking alcohol how much it was affecting how I looked. Oh my God. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, but that's just one example. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm just, I'm more interested in like, how can I like actually take care of my health and how I look versus buying products and having um, procedures to change how I look. And, and for what, what's the reason, you know, like I initially, uh, I'm, I'll tell you how I fall into the trap as well. You know, I'm like, I started working out. I'm closing in on a year now, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, feel great, lost a ton of weight. And then you start to develop and you, 
it comes down to, I want to look like this. Mm-hmm. And then you start to work on that, right? I'm every bit as susceptible to the, because now I'm being targeted with, well, if you take this, mm-hmm. like testosterone, uh, testosterone replacement therapy, TRT, you'll hear that a lot with guys. Uh, all of these different supplements too that are, that uh, HGH, you know, and all of these are human go- uh, growth hormones Thanks. and all of that stuff. It's just, it's, it's being hammered at me like, okay, you know, if you want to look like this, the only way you're going to get there, because the obsession is just to be bigger and better yep. and to look literally like these things that you see on Instagram, these guys th- that will tell you, you don't want to look like this. This was all for a photo shoot. And I can tell you to get to this point was miserable and to be and like, not healthy. Yeah. And to be like this for 48 hours is just the worst thing on the right. planet. The models will tell you that. And they're like, mm-hmm. God, it's just the worst. I don't, I hate being like that. Right. Even the bodybuilders and, and guys that are into that stuff, they're like, you don't want to, you don't want to go right. down. You don't even want to live like that. And that's when you have to kind of push pause and ask yourself why, like, why is this a desire that I think I have? Because you want to look better than everybody else. I mean, you, you, it's just a competition. That that's what it comes down to, right? And I'll admit, I I started digging around, and I'm like, and then all these doctors, legitimate, were like, no, listen, you're at a point. Here's what I figured: I'm at a point in my life where I'm on the right track. I'm eating healthier, not drinking, uh, exercising regularly, and I'm accomplishing what I want to, and that's live longer. And mm-hmm. all, and just by default, you're going to start to look a lot better, right? right? But you get obsessed with taking it to the next level, and that's when the drugs. Yeah, anabolic steroids, all of right, these the things. Right, disordered eating. Right. Oh yeah, and then all the obsession. Of, yeah, can't have this carb. I got to get down. I got to. Right. I got to cut my my body fat down to you know less than ten percent. <laughs> it's just like you can't live like that. Yeah, and and that's it's not even healthy. I liked how you said when you're doing actions and kind of living like a person who is healthy, you're going to become a person who is healthy, and and if you take how you look out of it, that's going to be part of the equation of it's, it's more the, um, God, what am I trying to say? It's the effect of living like a healthy person. Yeah, You're going to look like a healthy person. It comes, but you, you right. want it now and you want to take it to the next level. Right, right. Like specifically with men, here's something that women don't like, you know, I would say nature can be incredibly unfair on both sides of the spectrum. Like women with reproductive ability mm-hmm. men never lose it yeah women are on a clock yep. men one of the big th- the biggest things i found and this is i mean the vanity level is reached epic proportions mm-hmm. here but for guys one of the big things is calf implants what They're, yeah they, they, they have they don't like the skinny looks below their knees to their ankle right they, they want to look like they have a muscular leg and that's a an immediate barometer if you're wearing shorts Right oh. for guys and got never looked no, at a man's calves. I know, but that's a huge thing with them. That is, like, I mean, calf implants are big, big business for guys. You're kidding! No. I had no idea. And chest implants as well. Sure. And then obviously hair transplant. Or now they've got these. Uh, when I was younger, I would call them a toupee, but they're war, far more advanced mm-hmm. now, where they sure. actually glue them to their head, and there's it's. 
like a, a wig that gets worked out every six weeks or something. I don't okay. know. What are those things? I have no idea. Well, guys, they're, they've become huge ba- business because uh-huh. guys don't want to just shave it down. Yeah. Right. They want they want that young, youthful look. And uh, d- apparently this has become a thing, too, again. And it's uh, dyes for like beards and stuff like that to to eliminate as much gray. Cause I'm like almost guys don't all. dye your beard. Well, I am. I mean, I, but I mean, I, it's amazing how fast that goes gray. Right. And a lot of guys are like, Ooh, that's a little bit too much for me. So that is big business as well. But it's like this obsession. We live in a, a society right. obsessed with looking younger. Right. Because that's the beauty standard. Cause if you see somebody like, uh, uh, Suzanne Summers, right. And some of these that were taking care of themselves, for a long time. Denise yeah. Austin is another yep. fitness. I mean, and she's got to be, God, Denise has got to be in her 60s, mid-60s now. And she looks like she's in her 30s. She I got to look her up. She took really good care of herself. Her daughter was recently one of the swimsuit, uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit models. And I think she did a double. For the first time, they had a mother-daughter. She's 66. Yeah. And look at her. Yeah. Because when I got my first radio job, she was always, I was doing sports news. She was always on in the television in the production studio. And the guys were in there going, oh, Denise is on. She had a, she had like a, a, a an hour exercise show every day. And, and <laughs> they, awesome. they would turn her on, right? And I'm like, oh, God. But that uh, she's just an example of somebody who's like drank a lot of water, ate, you know, eats incredibly healthy, works out, and that's the key. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. And obviously, I think your diet Right, nutrition. Big, big part. Right. But the obsession is there, and I see guys chasing it more than ever. Like I said, when I see guys my age with uh, the t shirts tucked in up front, you know, trying to get that, wearing the skinny jeans and the Air Force Ones and stuff, I'm like, dude. So to me, I'm bo- I bought into the you're not supposed to look like that. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I'm sticking with it because I just think it looks a little bit. I mean, there, there's a line you got to draw. I disagree. I know. But that's, I mean, I I just wear whatever I like. <laughs> and sometimes it's well, you always tell maybe people skews that. a little younger. Sometimes it maybe skews a little weird. And I, I really I'm, just lean into that and embrace it. I'm not it. saying that you have to dress like an old person. I'm just saying you can be stylish and, uh, and not look like you're, you know, living in a frat house. Yeah, I just, I think you, you need to identify the why behind what you're wearing. Like, am I wearing this because I want to look younger? You want to blend in with the 20 somethings. Or am I wearing this because I genuinely like it because it makes me feel cool. You know, you know what I'm going to do when we get our Gen Z's in here, I'm going to ask them, what do you guys really, what goes through your mind when you see somebody my age dressed like that? And I, sure. I know Brett will be honest. That's I mean, 100%. I would, I would love to hear it too. And I, I don't, it's not going to change. I'll get it out of them. Too. How I, I'm dressing, but I'm curious to hear. I don't think you've crossed that. You're, you know, you're in your thirties. You're, you haven't crossed the bridge yet. I'm never crossing it. I know you're not, but I'm just saying there, I mean, the the bridge is there. You're just going to refuse to cross it, but it is is there. I'm just going to dress like me. Right. I know that whatever that looks like as simple as that sounds for you. I just think the rest of society, well, I can help the rest of society figure (laughs) out how to dress like them. Right. There we go. It's been declared. So the the obsession is there, and I'm wondering if I've fallen into the I don't know, maybe not, because I I do want to I I don't want 
I've reached a point where I'm trying to slow it down because everybody gets to that point in life, which going back to these filters, specifically Mm -hmm. the one, the simple one on TikTok, where you face your own mortality. It's... It can be jarring. Yeah, when you when you're starting to think like, oh, I've I'm, I've probably only got as many years or less left than I've already lived. Or you see someone that like you went to high school with on social media, and you're like, God, they're looking old, and then you're like, oh crap, right? right. <laughs> I probably am too. Some of them, some of the ones, yeah, some of the people I went to high school with, I don't even recognize. Yeah, it's just and it it, it your mind is weird like that where you've because you see yourself every day and you're used to how you look you don't you, it's well, not jarring because it's it's happening literally before your eyes i think most people emotionally i mean they get in their head there's still that mental image of them when they were younger and that it's hard for them to really wrap their head around how the younger generation views them yeah right that's the, that's the thing. Right. That's where it is because they, you, 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 there comes a point where you realize that they look at you like an old person. Yeah. I even think about the kids. Like to me, I, I'm just their mom. You know, I just think like right. I was what, 27, 26 when I had Noah and like 32 when I had Clara. That's not the right numbers, but. I, I feel like I'm still those ages. All right. Like I I, that's just like where I am. Right. But I'm not. But I, mean, I don't think, I, I think that we live in a world where again, forties, fifties, even sixties now that they're, these are all people that are so active and uh, living much younger lives because they're taking oh, care of sure. themselves. And that is going to be a big part of those individuals anyways, that have went down that road yeah. to try to live healthier are going to be the ones that are going to look younger and they're going to live longer. It's just that simple. And that would be my challenge to people. I have two challenges. The one would be identify habits and actions that you can bring into your life that will actually make you healthier rather than going and staring at the wall of cosmetics that tell you what's wrong with you and trying to cover them up. Like take action on actually living a healthier life and your looks will reflect that. And then my other challenge is figure out how you want to dress and then dress like it. That's your big thing. It's my big thing. That's your moment. That's your moment. That's my big thing. Well, speaking uh, of taking care of yourself and doing things that'll, that'll keep you looking younger. Nicole can help people with that out at heat. Yes. Heat salon and uh, wellness studio. She has, created an environment where it's more than just a place where you go get your hair done. It is um, super welcoming. The Her team is so sweet. I just absolutely love them. I'm so excited for my appointment on Friday because I need my hair and makeup done before, before our photo shoot. Yeah, before the shoot. And um, it's like, I know I'll leave there feeling like a million bucks because I feel like Megan, who does my hair, just like gets me. And she's like, we've taken the time, we've built a relationship. Um, I consider her a friend and that's the kind of environment that heat is. So if you're in the market for like a spring refresh on your look, um, it's it's more than just a place to get your hair cut. Right. You can find a link on our website, georgeandjess.com or go to uh, heatthestudio.com and check their services out. Um, they do it all. You know, eyelash extensions, hair extensions, haircuts, blowouts, 
waxing all of it. Yeah. And uh, I, you'll hear us talk about this a lot. A big part of taking care of yourself and looking younger and feeling better is getting proper rest. We bring up nutrition and uh, exercising a lot, which is super important. Hence, I'm telling you, make that appointment with JP Fitness. We've got a link on our website. Uh, just click on that link and get a time set up to go talk to them. But proper rest and I think natural medicines, the CBD products, yeah. the CBD centers. I'm telling you, that's why the younger generation is drifting away from a, a lot of the stuff that we were just fed yeah. right by Big Pharma for yeah. years. Take a chance. Listen, just give it a chance by going in there and chatting with them. Whether it's something for aches and pains or you want to get better quality sleep, this is one of the game changers for a lot of people. Uh, they have products that will help you sleep at night and get mm -hmm. that REM sleep. And uh, there also some really cool stuff coming up for summer as the uh, the uh, THC seltzers become more popular and you're seeing them in your local bars and stuff Yeah, now they're as well. everywhere. They're blowing so, up. We'll talk to Matt about some of the uh, exciting stuff they've got coming out as this is going to be a big thing this summer. As these warmer temps approach, this will be the summer that you see this more and more mm -hmm. and more and more. But these are all products, again, all of our great sponsors on our website, if you go to georgeandjess.com, uh, that th these are things that are going to help people live longer and look better. Yeah. Right? That's it. You know what I'm kind of excited for before we wrap up is uh, we've, of course, got our, a photo shoot set with a legit photographer coming up here this Friday, but this is the first one, and it's almost a year and a half in, you know, year and a quarter anyways, but this is the first legitimate photo shoot that we've done since we've really changed our lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So I'm dying to see what these pictures look like versus what they would have looked like you know, a few years ago. It's going to be... It's going to be a game changer because... It will be. Because, I mean, I, I, as far as, like, you, the first thing you notice, I think, for a lot of people is your face. Yes. It thins out and your complexion gets a ton better. Yep. And your body just starts to... There's a recomposition. Yes. Right? It's, it's just weird. It's strange. I, I would tell people, take a year off from drinking and it'll blow your mind mm -hmm. if you do a side-by-side, -side, right? But So I'm excited because this is going to be legit photos and we haven't had this done for a while it's been a while i'm excited to meet anthony the photographer because i have not met him i've only talked to him on instagram i've seen his work though and he's young so yeah. he talks on instagram and he's creative yes yeah, and i can he tell has i can not tell by stuff at yeah. an eye at any of my no, craziness that's which what you gotta have <laughs> helps that's what you gotta have <laughs> all right so we hope we're on to a more, God help us, normal week here. I hope so. Last oh, my week, gosh. Last week was emotionally draining for a lot of people. By the way, I've started to unveil a little of our new branding. Yes. I'm sprinkling it in on social media. So if you're not following George and Jess uh, podcast on Instagram, go check it out because uh, I've got like a little teaser of the direction that we're going with the brand. It's awesome. It is awesome. So again, you'll find us on social media. Just it's George and Jess podcast on Instagram, right? You got it. There you go. All right. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another episode.